Hello and welcome to Bluebells Forever, a podcast with interviews of Bluebell dancers past and present. Join Sherry Lewis, a Bluebell herself, as she leads us on a journey through story and experience. And now here's Sherry. Okay, up next on my um, Showgirls road trip, we get to do live ones. And I've been working on this for over a year, trying to get Jillian her, uh, her showy. And I think for so long in my head, it was Hershery, but it's her showy. It's Rishoey, yes. You don't even say the H. No, Rishoey. Don't worry, it took me a long time to get used to that name. Yeah. So many years ago. What was I your did... maiden name? Burton. Ah, that's easier. <laughs> but Rishoey is much more fun. So I won I wanted to, you were on my top of my list to interview oh, because Sherry. I started with Hello Hollywood because that was what I was familiar and I knew I wanted to like, you know, go back further in Vegas and Paris, but I started with my with my Hello Hollywood family. But I knew you as a boss. <laughs> and a lot of people say probably the best management that anyone's worked with. You and Adrian together, as far as like on top of it, but kind and fun, and no one was shamed. <laughs> there's like management that is like there's a big scale that a lot of us as dancers have worked with right that maybe you know you're just a prop or you're valued but I felt in hello Hollywood hello well taken care of and I only get called to your office once so I did well what did I call you for I don't remember that. I ran through the earthquake in San Francisco on my last show <laughs> which was I realized not the only one believe me not I was one. so dumb and I don't think I told anybody and I was in my rose petal outfit I thought I'm just gonna run from here to here and I was okay. running and realized holy crap, I could die of all the stuff happening. And I just remember going to the dressing room like, and then hearing Sherry Pennington, please come to <laughs> so, And you were so, like you were being very serious and you kind of told me how dumb that was and dangerous. And then you kind of little laugh and like, okay. Yeah, shenanigans. Shenanigans, <laughs> that's, what, that's what Adrian said too, shenanigans. shenanigans. And maybe we'll get to that, like, cause I'm sure there was others that were more daring and weird than mine that you've had to, there were quite a Coffee few. I mean, and, 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 I mean, all the different things I've done in my life, yes, there's always been something with shenanigans. I mean, uh, until maybe a few years ago when it was really no more, no more, no more. And then I've been very strict with that lately, yeah. but still. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, if you can do it without ruining the show, but most exactly. of the time there's it a safety it. issue. It ruins everybody else's experience on stage yeah. when things there's go been some bad ones, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in Las Vegas. So I'm doing this showgirls uh, road trip with Athena and it's been really fun to see things actually in their home that they are part of like Vegas and Reno and to actually in the places instead of on our zoom screen we're like actually in Las Vegas where so mm -hmm. many of these amazing shows happen and we'll get to what you're doing now because that's a really amazing part of your story is you're still in this business yeah did you just roll your eyes I did roll my eyes <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. our business. I because I would love to hear about your dance career, like how you even got started. Like you grew up in South Africa, in Rhodesia. In Rhodesia, I was. It was uh, a British colony, little town, and basically we, um, you know, I went to school there the whole time. Went to class. I can't tell you that it was a particularly, you know, involved situation. I do remember going to ballet a lot. I did take my ballet exams because they would come out from England and, and uh, judge us at that time. It was Royal Ballet. Was it, okay. it was Royal Ballet. Later on, I did a bit of a chiquetti, but it was mostly Royal Ballet. I can't say, and I did a lot of acro, tap. Uh -huh. And I just liked, I liked dancing. And I don't know why, but I was about, I was 13. And we went to England for the first time to visit all the family relations because my family were British and got married in England 
and then kind of immigrated out to Rhodesia. Um, it was about, as I said, I was around 13, we went for this visit and they sort of kind of started a process of maybe I would be interested in going to school in England eventually or something. And for some reason or other, we went back home to, Eng uh, to Africa and my mom said, you know, we're thinking about sending you to a boarding school in England. And I went, oh, okay, okay. So they sent me to, I was 15. I went to school in England to a boarding school in Hertfordshire. It was arts educational. Uh, Lizzie was was there. I think Diane MacDonald was there. I'm just talking about people that I know that were there. Wow. I have actually a girl that works for me at Legends that went there or is going, has gone there. I mean, she's in her early 20s. Here I am 60 years later. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, wow. But yes, so it's still going. Did you did you choose to do arts, or did your parents think this they would be good thought, for you? First of all, I don't know what they really thought, except we don't want you to marry a Rhodesian farmer. <laughs> we want you to go to England and be in show business. We want you to marry want, a handsome partner for a dad. They did, or whatever. Right, that's what became. This. But anyway, so um, that's what happened. I went to school in England to arts educational and at the age of 16 kind of graduated from school went to the London School of Arts Educational I went back and forward to Africa because by that time they had they had gone they came to England to make a home for me and I got auditions all over the place and then they couldn't stand being in England again and they went back to South Africa to Durban wow. long story um at the age of 16, I started working. So I've been in show business since I was 16. Well, the, like I'm hearing these things about boarding school and it's hard for me to imagine myself at 16, like leaving home. And it feels like a lot of the, mm -hmm. you guys were just more used to that, but as a parent, I'm like, oh my God. It's different. So different. It's so different now. But if you, if you, I mean, I'm sure you've had a lot of British girls. We mm -hmm. all left. Yeah. We and all so left. Early, which makes sense why you could work at 16 professionally when yes. uh, we were like, learn how to drive a car and. <laughs> it was it, 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 much more tied to family. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how. When I'm thinking about it now, with my kids and my, you know, and my grandkids, that I was just said I, I had no problem, no problem leaving yeah. home. Wow. And I was actually 15 when I flew out on my own from Africa to England on a small oh, plane maturity like I hear like a lot of people like at Paris at 16 working professional in yes. like a big city I'm like yes. that's just yeah it's a different so kind of mentality it was I mean it was it was pretty amazing but it's as 16 I was my first job it was pantomime uh, I finally learned what that was because America pantomime is mine and so yes. all the Brits were saying I'm like please explain that I'm like okay that was a very different than what Americans say. So pantomime is like um, wait, well, Cinderella, uh, Puss in Boots, okay. um, all of those kind of wonderful Christmas shows, you know. So I did that. I did summer seasons in Cornwall, um, and around about yes. And then the big one was, and then she's still here. She's a good friend of mine. Her name is Pat McKechnie. She was in charge of all Ron Lewis's shows. Mm -hmm all over i mean from here to wherever up in tahoe reno all of those shows was the company manager was pat mckechnie she and i went to an audition in england in london and they wanted two dancers for the dorchester hotel which is very high end you know it was very very chic and 
I remember it so clearly. She doesn't remember this, but I do. She was in a green leotard, she's blonde. I was a redhead in a blue leotard. And for some reason, they only needed two girls. And out of this whole hundred girls, we got the job. So I was 17, she was 21. And um, we danced at the Dorchester every night in cabaret. Wow. And you're getting a paycheck at 17. Yes. Like what was, like 16. you were living as an adult. Like, are you paying rent in an apartment and well, money? At, at, at that time, I think we'd gotten some kind of a, a room in a convent huh? run by nuns just off Oxford Street in London. And I mean, we were, we were wined and dined. We were really, yes, I was with, a, not with us. This is what I'm with, with Pat. This is one of the girls from Arts Educational. We shared this room and we, we did our thing. So the, did the convent know or care that you're cabaretting? No. Oh, I'd love this. There's a whole no. movie right there. We would go down for, I mean, we, we didn't have to be religious. We could be religious if we wanted to, but we didn't have to be. And um, we would go down for dinner every night with them. I love, oh, oh my God, it was, it was fabulous. Did it kind of feel like you had family yes. and people around you? Yes, they this? really were lovely. Oh, I love that. And even though we came in late at night because we would travel on the train, especially at Christmas, um, they were there, put in our room. They make we, sure we you guys safe. came we in. Safe. Yes. Oh, that's so good. I know. I really, probably made your family feel a little better too. That exactly. Like my, I think my father and mother had found this for us, you know, and it was rather good. But yes, so Pat McKechnie and I did the Dorchester and we decided we were going to audition for this person called Charlie Henches. And he was uh, going to open up a show at, in Paris at the Nouveau Levre. And there again, we got the job. So that was that. We went to Paris. We did one year in 1958. We did one year there. And then they said, we're going to go to Vegas. So that whole show. And there are, I can tell you, there's a friend of mine is up in Tahoe. Um, she's up in Tahoe. I saw her for lunch on Tuesday. She and I, she's from Australia. Uh, Pat. And then I think there's Henriette, who was a principal. She's here. And all of us oh. are still here. Some of us are not here anymore. Right. Some of us are. Yeah. And um, we opened up at the old El Rancho. Oh my, how long is that? That was a that long was time. That, that, they, that thing. 1959. Wow. Because I know Athena focuses a lot on this, of like the kind of the mob. But it was Air to, Vegas it was totally and then the corporate. So you came into this totally mob. What was that like? Did, like, what did you know of Las Vegas? Did you know? Fabulous. Really? Oh, yes. like, oh, like you're coming into this. Oh city. my God, we were, we were wined and dined, best restaurants, uh, boating trips, houseboats on Lake Mead. Oh my word. Wow. It was fabulous. The, the show was great. And I don't know if you know of that, Jose Vinias, the costume designer. Been hearing the name. You heard the lately, name. Lately, yeah. He was the one that did the designs for the costumes, and it was it was La Nouvelle. Yeah, we came to the uh, to the old Al Rancho. Did they take the show from Paris and bring mm -hmm. the whole thing mm -hmm. how it was and mm -hmm. just set it on your face? All of us were British British dancers, some French uh, showgirls, gorgeous, gorgeous, yeah. and um, yes. That was it. Oh my gosh. What was the style of the dancing? Was it like a kind of a more feather showgirl thing or did you have some? A little bit of everything. Okay. I can't even remember who was Billy Petch, who did opposite Ronnie at the Dunes. They always brought in somebody that was a little bit of a different choreographer to do a one number, a kind of one oh, number yeah. in the Casino de Paris. And Billy Petch 
from England was the one that did that. And he had done a lot of things in England. So he was the other choreographer. But yes, you know, it was just um, it's a variety. Yeah. Did you, were you hooked? Like, I'm just going to do this what, forever? Like, were you liking this lifestyle? Or was it meant to? I loved it. You loved it. Loved it. Okay. Because some people are like, yeah, it's not for me. But you obviously you did I, it for I'm a lot of Sherry, I would tell you, I'm, I was not a brilliant ballet dancer. I just loved it. And I got very lucky. And I got, I got pushed to the front. I got lucky. Well, I'm not jumping. We'll jump ahead and then we'll go back more. But like when I, the Ron Lewis, when he passed, that video was recirculating that has, I, I love that. It makes my head hurt. Yes, I, I was telling you before I, I taught. I yes. yeah, I taught a little bit of that style in my class and people are like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, that's so hard. We were dancing in those shows and in dance class. Right. Like at backstage, that was like the thing to just get to sweat and really like take well, you the know heels. Joan is. Uh, you, I mean, you know, there's going to be a little soiree for, for Ronnie. I saw that. It's and like, actually, his assistant before Joan was Corinna, and she just passed away yesterday. Oh my god! And so it's all over. It's all over my phone. Because um, like that was the that was nineteen sixty seven when we ca I came back to the Dunes with Mitch as the lead, and it was Ronnie. Of course, it was Ronnie's choreography with Roger Manami, and Corinna was the assistant to them, and basically um, she passed away yesterday. Is, um, and I thought story? it's funny because Ronnie's gone and she's gone. I mean, they're up. They're, they're, they're doing their thing. They're, they're, they're up in their neck. Yes. Is Joan passed, right? Or is she still no. Left? She's still here? Yes. Is she in Vegas? Yes. <gasps> Backstage, too. She is. Okay, I tried to find her because I go, I don't know if I could take a class, but I would love to just see her face. She was oh, one yeah, of the she's main still there. I believe she's still there. And so is Heather. Heather Victorson. Really? Who is still, still teaching jazz? She teaches ballet. She's, she's, ballet. she's royal ballet. Wow, that's that that's so great when you see these dancers that are so great at one style and then can do Ron Lewis because yes, that's a really hard style if you're a pulled up kind of dancer. Yeah. So how okay, so after you did Nouvelle, what uh, were you going contract to contract, like short runs, or did you like do these long epics? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you kind of a little synopsis of, of how it, it's quite involved. Uh, I think the Nouvelle, we all lived on uh, the um the premises of the El Rancho, all of us. We had a little room. It was, it was wonderful. We did three shows a night, oh. seven days a week. We never slept. Oh my gosh. We were just partying and never slept. Um, the shows were great. And then I think it was like over about six months later and we were all sent home. And I think my, my girlfriend who's up in Tahoe, she went back to Adelaide. I went back to Durban and we got a call Oh no, we came back again with, they called it the new Eve. It was a little bit different, but it was also still part. Came back again for that few months, went back again. Um, then we got a call from a, a gentleman called Matt Gregory, who does have his artifacts and memorabilia with Sue Kim. Oh. Matt Gregory said to each of us, one in, in Africa, one in Australia, we'll do your papers if you want to come back and open up Harris Tafel. Oh, nice. And it's going to be with a group called the Sonia Hitchcock Productions, or Bill Hitchcock. Um, and they were out of LA. And so we both said yes. So we flew back. We stayed with them in LA. We rehearsed to open the brand new theater, which is up at Tahoe. It was not, it was, that theater was opened in 1960. Really? 
So we opened it and we had all of these stars. Every two weeks we changed. We were the, you know, we were the dancers and the group. Uh, we opened with Red Skelton. We had Patty Page and Ray Bolger. Oh, wow. The Zonies and Liberace. There's somebody else I'm missing, but there's something in there. Malina Dietrich with Bert Bakra as a composer. Oh my gosh. And her pianist, who and we went to School Valley for the Olympics. Wow. All together. And I think we closed, we closed with her. I it was a three months contract. Great. And to live in Tahoe for yeah. three months must yeah. have been a nice in the winter, refreshing. But it was it, oh. it was was amazing. Yeah. Yes. Did you ski? I remember being no. told we weren't allowed oh, to ski. I, I wouldn't let anybody ski. And everybody did. You <laughs> oh, know that. Right? Oh, you know oh, that. Yeah. Oh, oh, my Hollywood. God. Oh, my knees hurt. What would you do? I remember, I think it was in the contract not to ski. Yes. And it was like 10 years later, someone asked me to ski. I'm like, no, I'm not. I had it in my mind. I'm not supposed to. I wasn't even dancing professional, but in my mind, like, no. Right. If you want to dance, don't ski. But yeah, that's that's a really wise thing, especially Tahoe and Reno. When right. I yeah, it was so tempting. Gosh, Sherry, it was lovely up there. And fascinating to think that we uh, we actually did open that showroom, which of course is go I mean it's going strong still. That's kind of, was that kind of the main showroom? Because mm -hmm. I know on nights off, you go, go to Tahoe to see beautiful in there. Oh, I wish I had time to. I wanted to go to Tahoe on this trip. I'm it's gorgeous. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. Love it. Anyway, after that, going ahead, came back down to the old Rancho, and the boss that was there, Mafia, said. You know, uh, well, you can go in to my girlfriend from Tahoe and I. Oh, you can go in. You can go in the line. Um, and so we said, okay. And then he said, you're, but you're going to have to to mix with patrons. And oh. we said no. And we had worked probably there two or three weeks, and we were a line of girls. And after us came Fluff with um, Betty Grable Show. Oh, wow. So I sat next to Fluff in a dressing room. I was in the line of girls. She was in the show with, with Betty Grable as one of her girls. Uh, long story, uh, my friend and I got fired because we wouldn't mix with patrons. And we got home, and I think two days later, the El Rancho burned down. Karma? Karma. <laughs> and wow. it's never, if you, if you drive down the strip, You've got the Sahara Hotel now, uh, whatever it's SLA, whatever it is, on the one side. It's bare land on the other. That's the old El Rancho. Really? Yeah. What year was that? Right on Sahara and the Strip. What year was that? It, it was it was burnt down in um, sixty. Sometime okay. in sixty. I didn't come to Vegas until seventy-eight. So just somehow on El Rancho. Maybe I'm baby. I'm a baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so you were just working constant, constant. And was I it? Did you have to audition, or did you just get asked? Because once you're doing that it, one you... was fine. That one was fine. And then after that, uh, we called Bill DeAngelis, and and he said, "I need a couple of girls replacements for the Lido." Paris so, or Vegas? Vegas. Oh, he's Vegas anyway. Okay. Vegas. Yeah. Because he was the stage manager at that time yeah. at the Stardust, and we went and auditioned, and he said yes, and we started there, oh. and it was Ron Lewis's choreographer. Oh. Ronnie had been Don's choreographer that for that show. So that was the second Lido ever. First Lido had just gone because yeah. it only lasted a year. I think we last, this one lasted a year, 18 months, I think in total. But we came in in May 
and um, we closed in November, but we came and I met Mitch. Oh, I was going to, I was going to see That's where, where was he a was, dancer. He was a dancer and he was, he was one of the, uh, the male replacements in January before I got there. How, how long did it take for you guys to become a couple? Were you just dancing kind of like? Was ma- he was married. Okay. Uh, and he had a little girl, Kelly. And um, that's a long story. But anyway, it was, we met in 60 and we got married in 64. Oh, I love the pictures of you two together in Hello Hall. It was beautiful. Because I think, I was saying, I'm pretty sure you filled in a couple times as mm-hmm. when you were company manager because I was like I never did policies again though I never yeah. did policies with it but it was always Lizzie okay. Lizzie took my place there's some beautiful photos and I think it like to know you're a company manager but you were a dancer and have the history instead of management style that doesn't understand dancers right, right and I think seeing right. the pictures made me like really curious about your career so did you ever have a break or did you go show to show very few because oh. you're got, seeing all I these got so lucky Sherry that's why and I loved it and I didn't just get lucky and stay in the chorus. I got lucky and got principal. Yeah. So, you know, I, I mean, when we went to the, the Stardust, it closed. And I don't know why, but then we auditioned for the Florence and Frederick Ballet, which was Frederick Apgar, Ron Lewis choreography for the Tropicana Folly Bergere. And what it was, it was an act in itself, a dance act with the Follies. And I remember, very, I was on the back of Mitch's scooter. We were both going to audition for, they needed, they had come in the year before and there was three girls, no, excuse me, three boys and seven girls. And they wanted to make it to four boys and eight girls. So that's why we get, went to, and I was on the back of Mitch's scooter going to the audition. We had an accident and I fell off the back and I hit my, my coccyx and, uh. and I was in, agony yeah so I remember not having to audition but I got the job oh god that's one audition he got got the job too and those people I'm still in touch with here and most of us are still around not everybody but most of us that's like when Reno to see these people that are still in community together and then to see this in Vegas I'll show you something I do have some Polly Berger here but so we we opened in 61 did five years there um, I wanted to be a principal. Yeah. And we did a little bit of adage and there were other adage couples in the group. It was very much a family situation. And then Lean Renault, do you know that name, Lean Renault? This is her house. Oh, really? This is her house. And she um, bought it in 83, but she was a star of the Casino de Paris. Soubrette, singer, dancer but mostly singer and very much personality mm-hmm. in 63 she opened the casino de Puy as the lead star coming from paris and we met and whatever we became friends we lived very pretty close whatever and she went back to do the casino in paris in 65 66 and said do you want to come to mitch and i so you'll be our leads, and we, we so we went to Paris. Oh my! Gosh. So we did this. We did the Folie Berger for five years, and we got offered this, and then we went to Paris. We did one year there. She's what been, show is that one? It was the Casino de Paris. Casino de Paris at the lead at at the no, in the at the Casino de Paris, at the, which okay. is also you've got you've got the Moulin Rouge, mm-hmm. you've got the Lido, you've got the Nouvelle, which is a small little club then, and then you've got the Casino de Paris, which is a theater. The theater. Is that the one in Strasbourg? 
No, that's a different no, one. That's, that's a different that's one. Palace, this one was down cliche and er, in that area, but it was um, it was a theater, but a big, big show with her starring in it. Wow. So you had to experience Paris? Paris for two years. Loved it. Loved oh it. Modeled fashion shows. I've got wonderful, wonderful memories. Audition to come back to Paris, uh, to, to Vegas, the dunes. It seems like a never ending thing. Yes, we got the job to come back. So we were at the dunes for two years, auditioned for the Stardust, got five years there as principal, not with Mitch anymore, with Ron Watson, who is in, in, um, in Australia now. And um, I think I've seen photos. I've just time. gone. I did, and then, we, then again, I, got, I had Michelle, um, didn't think I got myself back in shape with Rich Rizzo, Winston, Winston, um, to audition one more time to go to Reno. Because, okay, so I want to go, go back a little bit. Because when, when you were asked to like fraternize with the, the patrons, the did, did that ever come up again? Because like earlier, like with Miss Bluebell, that, that was not a thing. But I know like those earlier days, like everybody did. You just didn't, and, did you get but, to choose or like you wouldn't get fired? Obviously. We didn't have to. I remember at the Folly Boucher, there were a certain group of the showgirls that did. Okay. And there was no problems, but we didn't. We, the Florence and Frederick group, ballet as we were called the Florence of Frederick we didn't have to do that okay so yeah. I never had to do that uh you know make it the mixing it was called mixing mixing yeah. mm -hmm. so when Reno did you because that's an interesting like how a lot of people like what's in Reno because there really wasn't anything in Reno were you so you were there from the beginning the very stuff. beginning so was it hard to leave Las Vegas because you had so much going here no no it wasn't really because I Mitch had been at the at the starters see I had Michelle and that was a whole two years out. Nothing. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. He was in the, the, the following uh, leader show. So he stayed there. And I think he asked Don, Don, do you want anybody going to Reno? I mean, he had everybody. And, Ron, and Don said to him, you know, Mitch, um, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll let you know. But he wanted to have seven Chinese girls for the San Francisco number, of which he found only one, or basically what he thought was a Chinese girl with Mickey Hotak. Okay. But, so he said, okay, I didn't find my seven girls. So, uh, you know, you can come in. So we, so we went back, we auditioned, both of us, on the ballet stage, oh. which was then Hallelujah Hollywood. Yep, that's where I auditioned for, Hello Hollywood was on that big stage. And so we auditioned to go to Reno. And look at us now. It was at the big cattle call one for, mm. so you, they'd already cast most of it, right? Everything was cast. Everything was cast. So we came in after the fact. And I got very lucky, Sherry, because, I mean, they were, they were lovely principals. Leslie, Lizzie, mm. you know, Irene, Elaine. Am I right the fifth? There was definitely the four of them. And then there was myself. Were you I cast was, or understudy? Or? I was kind of. I was I had my own spots, but not that much at the beginning. So anyway, what happened is Larry Maldonado, who was the choreographer with Winston and Tom Hansen, Larry loved us, loved Mitch and I. It was never meant to be Mitch and I doing the policies ever. Yeah. It was good. I think it was the beginning. I was definitely top hat. I was swing for night and day, which I always was. I was swing for heat wave. I was bicycles can can. And literally, probably not much else, but it didn't turn that way. I got, as I said, I got very lucky and it became 
always top hat, mm. always bicycles, uh, and a study for those two. And then I'm just trying to think. Um, and then it was part of cease and set, and then center pom pom spinale. Oh, so Good lucky. So the who was your partner for Podicis? Mitch. It was so you guys actually did. Mm -hmm. But Lizzie was with him after me. After you, okay. So I was she, only one, she one year. I was only in the show one year. Oh, and I came in like I think the show was barely a year when I came in. I and came I was in, not on stage. No, I'd gone off because I got off in July, July of sixty of seventy nine. Oh, okay. I came in October, and you never filled in after that. I did fill in only for no, nothing like no Podicis, nothing like that. Because I feel like no. I've seen you on stage and being like. I was such in such awe of all the principles. I'd never seen anything like that. And so I think if I'd seen you on there, I'd have been I even loved, more. Sherry, I love that show. It was beautiful. I loved every I love everybody in it. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel very, very, very blessed. So were you thinking you were just gonna go on forever? Because that's a hard thing. Like I've talked to Lizzie when she was saying when she went to show and she sits next to a 19-year-old and you're we, we, I think we all feel that. Yeah. And it's like, even at, I remember I being told 30 that. was too old. And then I know people that went yes. on. They're like, why is 30 the. Yes. We're just getting our prime. But it is sad. Like, the. I mean, there's things like body parts aren't going to go on doing those shows forever. But were you still feeling like I can just do, go on doing this for the whole I, I, you know, I don't know. It was very strange because Bernard was our company manager. And for some reason or other, he, I don't, I don't find it that he was that completely efficient with organizing the different, I mean, it was huge, the show. Yeah. And so I took over kind of the principles. Well, you know, so this because we, we were given some days off after about, I think it was six or eight weeks, we were allowed to have a couple of days off. Well, who was going to do whose part? So it was kind of me making my little lists and sticking them on the wall and saying, Bernard, you know, but we're going to do this, we're going to do that. I need to pull somebody from the, you know, from the tour nudes or whatever it was to do the, um, the understudy if somebody wasn't available or whatever so I kind of worked it out and I thought mm, I like doing this and I think I went I went to Bill DeAngelis who'd been in town and said you know one of these days would you let me you know think of me as a company manager for Atlantic City because MGM was going to build in Atlantic City and you know we were we'd moved to Reno we would move to Atlantic yeah. City it was kind of open yeah and he must have thought that and kept that back of the mind because one of, I mean, it wasn't that long. It was kind of, I think it was June of 79 when he called me in the office up there and he said, Jillian, I'm going to let Bernard go. Uh, I would like to ask you if you would be interested in being the company manager. I've got chills right now. Yeah. And I went, yes, but I want to dance. I want to keep dancing. You can't do that. Oh. So I'll give you a couple of weeks, but I, you, you, it. And then when I realized what it was entailed to be the company manager of 130 people, it was you know even though each group was brilliant with their line captains and their organization and their skills and everything else. I mean, I love Rita, as you know, I still love Rita. Okay. See her all the time. But um, everybody was was fabulous with their jobs, and so. Um, that wasn't so difficult, but I hadn't a clue how to type. I had no idea how to do anything like that. You know, I mean, yes, I was very organized with my pencil and paper, as you can see, I still am. Yeah. But um, Adrian was brilliant. Did he come in at the same time? He didn't, he didn't. I brought him in, though. But I did oh. say, I, I said, I, I'm going to need help 
he was not really my assistant. He would do some work for me in the beginning. Uh, and he was still a line captain for the boys. So he kept going there and coming in and doing a little bit here and there with me and contracts and that kind of thing. And it bless him. I mean, and then we started this whole thing. And then he became my assistant. So do they I just let, um, oh my gosh, I forgot his name. Bernard. Bernard, they just let him go? Yes. Or did someone train you? Because he, if he's leaving, yeah. he's not showing you how to do his job. There was Blake. I don't, I don't remember his name. Blake was kind of next door as partly stage manager kind of thing. And I remember him showing me a little bit about payroll and filing and what I needed to do for that. I don't know. It, it came. It just came. It came naturally. Okay, good. Because I was like, that's an enormous responsibility. Like no one. Because normally you leave and you train. And I your did have Adrian too, kind of in you know doing a little bit of things for me, and then of course he came totally in the office. When I was thinking, you've done so many shows. You've seen, you know, this is like you could have a business person do this, but how you all your experience of doing shows, how shows open and close, and being on that side of it, but it still feels like. Wow, you're getting thrown into the biggest show yeah. in the world. I got teary when you said you had uh, to choose between that job and stopping. Yes. I just like, it really hit me like, because we all have an ending that I think a lot of us are still grieving. Like we weren't ready to be done and right. it's okay. It's just like, wow, what a choice because you're, you it's know your body is not going to go on forever. But, yeah, but I think today people are more tuned to knowing they've got to find something else. Yeah. Because I find that, I mean, I just go very briefly. My line captain now is she's just gotten Allegiant Air as well. And so she's flying. She actually she flew yesterday. I had rehearsal at five. She was there. She'd gotten off the plane at 4:30. She came from the airport. She and today she flew at five o'clock this morning. She'll be there this evening. Oh my gosh. But this is where they are. And she's 37. Yeah, they're on top of it. They're on top of it. Um, other people are dealing. Because when, when the pandemic, that really did open the door, yeah. even though it's horrible to think about it. It did open the door for these younger people to move on and move this, even though they want to come back and they're doing, and they're working with me still. It's, they're just learning things sooner than, yeah. than we did. My era didn't. Oh, we were going to get married. Well, married and looked after. Right. Oh, it's so different. Yeah. Like, you know, what? you just do this for fun and then you get married. Yes. And get, and yeah, exactly. Was Mitch in the show as a, uh, principal while you were managing the show yes nine years of it how was that <laughs> not good did you ever have to call him in the office or yes. did you take advantage I of it? it did you really yes <laughs> bless him was it was bless it? him it's it's 18 years yesterday that he passed away oh. passed away yeah my ministry but um anniversaries are hard really hard you know i think 18 years my gosh what had happened but anyway um yes you know, he was getting older. He was 53 when I, we said, Mitch, you're going to go. Oh, my gosh. That's, and that's, oh, wow. It's they like, they you're wouldn't the right and the wrong They person. wouldn't do it for me. Really? No, they made me do it. Oh, my gosh. How did he handle it? I think he knew. Yeah. Was, and he went on to do fine. He went on. And, I mean, he had there's many things. And stuff, but I won't go into that. But, um, you know, became a stagehand. He was excellent at his job. He was in that light boost going to bring on the plane on that that first reunion really but he had just passed away 10 days earlier oh he was ready for, uh, he was i yeah did we, you go to the reunion yeah that first one yeah how was that like just living oh. with people that knew oh. both of you yes it was pretty pretty 
drastic. Yeah. Because it's like, you can't hide that. And people like want to love no, on you, don't know what to do. He's actually going to be in the light booth, lighting oh. the plane coming on. Because that's where he was. There's a little plaque up there uh, in, in, um, on the, on the um, spot. Yeah. That was his spotlight. So anyway, oh. yes. You guys have made your life here in, in Between Reno. Vegas and Reno. Reno. Mm -hmm. So when the, you were there from the beginning of the show, all through to this the and end. the closing. Yes. Because it's interesting, like when we were talking at dinner the other day, which was so fun to get together with Erdley's the Hop lovely. and Linda. That was a lovely night. Oh, so good. And just yeah. like the, I've been sad hearing about the end of the show. And just also that the way they described, like taking your makeup box out, taking all the things off your mirror. And it felt like there was a sad. Yeah, so often now. Yeah. And it, went, it is terribly sad. It is. Yeah. It's like, this is my station. This is yes. where I, and these are my people. You and know, walking out together, it's just like, it's different than when you leave the show and the show's still going when the whole cast goes out together. Nobody has stations like that anymore. We're backstage with me, because everybody's in the feather room of the Tropicana, it's where my, it goes on. Uh, they're, they're not set up like we used to do at all. See, that was my first show, at so all. I thought everything was like home. that. They do their makeup at home, most of them, you know. Or really? They come in, you know, they're late, whatever. Because that was half the fun was like getting in there, getting your makeup on, smoking all that a cigarette. That part blows me away with feathers. I didn't smoke and, I, and I'm very sensitive to it now, but I'm sure there was smoke all around me. Everywhere. But I probably just, just got you now, I'd be like, I would be coughing and mad at everybody. But the fact that there's costumes and smoke and yes. like liquids, people talking about drinking. Everywhere. Every <laughs> margarita. Not supposed to margarita. <laughs> very good. Very good. Get through the show. So, did you have more warning than anybody else that it was closing? Because no. it was such a surprise, right? Exactly. Oh God, it's and I think that's probably about the most devastated I've ever been. Yeah, was that because I thought we were expecting to go onto another show because yeah. Don was preparing that, and he was preparing that with Bill and with Jose Luis Vinius as the costumes. That one, and there was going to be a the plane used again. I'm not sure where we were coming from, but I thought, oh, this is my life. This yeah. is my life. Well, that wasn't my life. Was this the first time you put roots down this deep and stayed in some a place long like this? Because only your contract oh, no. a year or two hours. But... Vegas had been from 19, we came back in 67 to 78. Okay. So we'd been here that amount of time yeah. and been there before and whatever. But anyway, um, yeah, that was, oh, my oh. gosh. So how did they tell? management or did everybody hear it together like no it, it, separately okay it was always separately done and um you know they had they'd offered uh, adrian to stay which he did and you know i never expected to be well, i'm so you know we love you very much but uh you know that's it gone done so i freaked i freaked oh, out yeah which i did because i was kind of always the security girl i like to work first of all i like to work mm -hmm. and i thought what do I mean? So I, I did um, contact this guy called David Wright, who was a principal dancer at the Dunes, Stardust, and was now in management, and he was doing the show for Tahoe. And there was a bit of a, you know, back and forward, back and forward, but anyway, I did get hired. And so I went into rehearsal. We, we closed April. I was in rehearsal in May. Dancing? No, for company manager. Okay. If you've done Hello Hollywood, you've got a there. damn good resume if you've done that show for that long. Like, who would not hire you? So I, I don't know. I don't know. He had actually somebody that he had in mind, but they didn't show and they didn't do it. So I, anyway, I did that. So we did one show up there called Shocked. It was in the lounge, not in the main room. Shocked. And then it was Bare Essence, which was brilliant. 
Who shows we, up? I remember. And we brought Bearers. It was um, Jamie Marshall. Okay. And we brought uh, Bearers down to Vegas to the Sands at a time. And Ronnie took over as company manager. Oh. And I came down and we, and it was Tiger in the show. It was phenomenal. Uh, it, it did well. It, it, it closed, but it did well. And then I think I just showed Ronnie how to be a company manager. Show Ron a company manager, couldn't he? I mean, this man <laughs> could do anything anyway. So, and he took over. I went back up there. We did Beyond Bear Essence. So it was a five complete years in Tahoe. I drove every day from Reno mm-hmm. and every night. I mean, and we, I had several girls that were, we kind of doing the cars together. Mm-hmm from Reno or from Carson or whatever we are, we are. But anyways, beautiful. Loved it. Loved it. That's a nice, if you're going to be losing a job and sad, that's a, it was seems like a nice, sweet place. It was to a land terrible shock after yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. But I had Kate, I had all my girls, you know, they were all, uh, there were four of them from, uh, from uh, Hello Kate Hollywood. Mayo? No, Kate uh, Radley. Really? Oh, really? And that's when oh. she got Paris from there. Yeah. But um, yes. So that was five years of gorgeous, gorgeous time. Love wow. it, Harris. I want to go backwards just for a second because that video yes. that's out there now with Ron Lewis, yes. is that a TV? It was an awards show or something that you guys yes, are doing that it was an awards show. Because what was so fun is like, I recognized Joan because I worked with her and I think I, I think I told you before we recorded that I didn't know you were in it. She's front girl. Yeah, and then when they come forward, you guys will appeal. Yes. I'm like, that's Jillian. And then yes. I saw you talking. With that little, that, that little thing. I was that black, I had black hair. Don made me go black. Really? Yes, because that was a Japanese number. Oh, yeah, because you look so good in that, in that style, because I only had seen you do more like ballet. So to see you doing Ron Lewis stuff, like total funky into the ground. So I think I missed out something which you probably couldn't go, but when, when did I go to the start? Are the, from the Dunes, which was 67 to 69, that came to an end. Um, I auditioned with Ron because Mitch was then going with Lean Renault who was the lady here. And they were opening up a show in uh, Tahoe North Shore at the Hyatt, which was then King, King's Castle. I feel like I've seen and, music acts there. And it was, yes, that was in 70. And so this wonderful man, Ron Watson, who was in the Casino de Paris and did partner Joan and Vivane Girls, they were the team there. He auditioned with me with for Don, and we got the job for the Stardust. So that's why I was there five years. We did two different shows. One was with Siegfried and Roy, and the other one was with other acts. But anyway, it was five wonderful years for the Stardust. Another incredible, which I won Female Performer of the Year in 1971. Really? I have an Oscar. Have oh, an my Oscar. gosh. Okay, we might have to take pictures of these. I've got but a picture of that. Your career is incredible. Oh, I, I, it's like, but people can either burn out or they get bored, but your pat, I mean, obviously you loved it, but then to get hired for so many shows and you got to do all the styles. All the adagios that Ron and I did were Jerry Jackson choreography because we just, Ron, Don didn't have time to really take care of adagio. He was, he's a beautiful showgirl, he's his whole thing. But so we, my Mitch said, well, let's hire Jerry to do your, Adagios. He did a beautiful, oh, really? beautiful, beautiful job for us. Who did the Padasis and Hello Hollywood Hello? Who's in that? the opening, opening, opening was Mitchie and I Center. It was David Doyle and Lizzie, 
and it was Rodney from Australia and Leslie. Who Rodney was the there's no win, there's no win. It's a little bit of us, a little bit of Mitchie and I. Really? Yes. Because those are, I mean, I've seen lots of shows. I've never seen lifts. I've never seen partnering like that. I think it's one of the most beautiful it was, it, piece of choreography it, it, I've ever I seen. I will say to you, and I feel it honestly, when certain people came in after, you know, Mitchie, Mitchie had gone and I was definitely gone a long time before that. It, it, it got it so much even better. I think technique was better. Uh, so Tom Lake with Lizzie at the end was lovely. Oh, lovely. I always wish I could just stop whatever. And a show lot of the couples were lovely. Yeah. I remember when Marilyn got to go in because she understudied yes. it. I remember, I remember putting I her go, in. I remember why I kind of watched her do that. She, yeah, it was like a dream. Like everybody wants to understudy and get that was the like top hat and podices. Like if you were there, you have arrived. Like those seem like the strongest. You're looking for time. So I'm going to come see the show Legends tonight. I know you are. What, what, how long have you been doing that? 27 years. Did you go right from these other kind of shows into I'll be that? very quick with this. From the, and I'm going to call Michelle tell her because I do have to go. Um, we came down here, well, five years in Tahoe. David Wright, the producer, said, we're going to Vegas. Um, would you like to come down with us? It's going to be hot rock and country. And it's going to be at the Plaza Hotel downtown at Fremont Street. And we're going to open. And it's going to be Tiger and Ronnie who are going to do the choreography. And there were a couple of the Hello Hollywood girls, my that were and people that Robin, Robin. Is there Robin Henderson? No, Robin Leg at that time, but Robin Price. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, not Robin Price. No. Anyway, we um, came down. It was fascinating, wonderful. Loved the show. Just didn't bring in people. It kind of like felt. Oops, we're losing money. We're losing money. We're going to cut this one. We're going to cut that one. I felt, oh, I'm going to get cut. And Jamie Marshall, who had done all of those five, those shows up there in Tahoe, Jamie and Bobby Bowling, who was a dancer, said, and Bobby was the kind of the um, choreographer of Legends, said, we need somebody because they were needing somebody. So I said, okay. And I just, I've, I've been there ever since. You've been managing. And it's since. an impersonation? Yes. Because I've... I'm going to um, give you a quick update for today because you 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 might get shocked. You might not. Um, do you know who Frank Marino is? He's Divas. He was um, Lacage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's our MC. Ah, just for tonight? Is this no. A, okay, normally. He has been hired in now. He's been doing almost a year with us. Yeah. On and off since the, well, not, we didn't do the year, but he was in the, in 2019 until we closed. And then uh, now he's back. So, you know, he's, he's Joan Rivers and he's, he's very, 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 um, well, uh, you'll see. I'll see. <laughs> this is a fun surprise you see this. And then, you know, I've got, I, we've cut the show back. I've got no boy dancers, uh, regretfully, which are wonderful. I have the four, the three acts. So I've got an Elvis, which is a stand in Elvis today, but he's excellent. I, I mean, I rehearsed him yesterday. So I have an Elvis, I have a Rod Stewart, and I have a Tina Turner, and I have Frank Marino as the host. And then I have six girls and two singers. I'm excited to see it. It's what it is. Yeah. It's what it is. And the, things, the thing, fact that anything's coming back right now is kind of miraculous. So yes. we'll, we'll... And I'm not sure I haven't got an account of the, uh, it's beginning to build a little bit, but it's a huge theater. Sherry, oh, really? it's huge. It's at the trap. Yes. I'm so excited that you're still doing this. 
Like, it's just like the way that the world has gone and entertainment seems to be falling away. It's just like, I'm glad it's still here. And I'm glad that you're managing it. Thank you. And I think three days a week at the moment, they plan to go four in September. We will see how this plays out. Or I I mean, I think what the pandemic has done for a lot of people, it's kind of opened a different world. You know, it really has Mm. different things to do. A little bit concerning about life and not just because this is a 24 hour job. Yeah, this isn't mm. this is three days a week. It's it's all the time. So we'll see. I know you have to run out. I want to say on behalf of myself and everybody that was trying to get me to get your interview because they want they love you. You are so loved. I mean, I want you to know I feel that like here this is 40 something years later. and People still adore you. And like you were one of the best the best manager but but I just it's I love seeing people succeed that that are wonderful people but so many people said please interview please get Jillian and I even though we waited it's fun to do it right here in person so yes I think that was I'm glad I did that with you this way I prefer to do this oh yeah zoom is zoom is kind of you know and I'm not so savvy about everything (laughs) anyway but Sherry I I mean I don't want to cut you short I would go on and I would go on we'll do part two another time Okay, another time. This was wonderful. And it was really great to hear your dance career, you know, because a lot of us know you in that office, but to know like you have this amazing career that I didn't had no idea. Really, I think when I figure it out, 16 to 40 is my dancing career and 40 to 82 is my, yeah, maybe two. There's no way. So, you know, it's that's 42 years of my, of my life has been managing. Yeah. And I, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love, I love the whole thing. Okay, couldn't be happen to a better person. Thank, thank you. you. We all love you. Everybody loves I would like to do a personal thank you to Stephanie Lawton, my new patron on Patreon and the supporter at the Shine level. And so she gets a personal shout out. So thank you, Stephanie, for sharing your story and also for being a supporter of Bluebells Forever podcast.